Hi there, my lovelies. Welcome back to my podcast. This is Nanami Suzuki, and you're listening to Truthzickle. Welcome back, and I hope you guys had a wonderful day today. Yesterday, I had quite a journey. Um, today is day three of owning my very own small hamster, and he is a Syrian hamster, and he is only three months old. I got him literally Friday. <laughs> I'm so excited right now because, like, he's the cutest little guy, but, like, he is not excited. Hold on one second. Well, it's the full moon tomorrow, so something's about, so something about the moon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My boyfriend Eric is suggesting that I talk about the moon today. Okay, so today is going to be about moon phases and the use of the moon in magical rites and spells and how you can use the moon in your everyday routine. So let's get started. Hello there, welcome back. We had a short intermission so you guys could enjoy a nice, wonderful K-pop session. I know you guys love that stuff. Okay, so today we're reading from a blog that is called Wicked Daily, bringing you daily Wiccan news. It is a Wiccan site. I identify as Wiccan. So the this, this article is called The Moon Phases and What They Mean. The tags that you can work that you can research are practicing wicca rituals and spells spells and wicca now we are going to okay who wrote this mm, someone named jen okay this person writes <clears throat> the moon is beautiful at whichever face you know why because every phase of the moon is actually the mother goddess in a certain stage of her life, teaching you lessons you can apply in your life, which is why each phase of the moon brings with it an energy which you can use in your spells and rituals. Let this moon phase guide help you and guide you on what spells to cast and rituals to perform according to the current phase of the moon. The phases of the moon are first quarter, waxing gibbous, full moon, waning gibbous, third quarter, waning crescent, new moon, waxing crescent, and waxing gibbous, and full moon. Alright? The new moon, 
The new moon means the mother goddess is in her infant stage, which is why it marks the time for new beginnings, fresh starts, growth, optimism, optimism, starting over hope and faith. Do your magic in the first two or three days. The new crescent is visible. It is a good time for magic concerning stuff like a new idea, a new lifestyle, shifting to a new course of study, starting a new job, starting over in a new place, or the start of a new relationship. See, I told you there was something beneficial about this. The waxing moon. The waxing moon means the mother goddess is in her maiden stage, making it the perfect time for building credit, accomplishments, creativity, strength, growth, and learning, and a positive transformation. As the moon gets brighter, the energies of growth get stronger. The maiden is full of energy and is anxious to dance around the earth. The day or Two just before the calendar day of the full moon are the best times for doing magic, for bringing something to you, like a new look, a new job, a new relationship, a new accomplishment, a new talent or skill, or advanced knowledge. <laughs> On the full moon, the full moon is the time of abundance, harvest, manifesting desire, sexuality, achievement, and protection. The goddess is in her stage. In her mother stage, she is at her peak, and the moon's energy is also at its peak. This is the best time to, for consecrating tools, charging jewelry, and wishing like winning a court case. And wishes like winning a court case, winning a contest, landing a job, getting married, good health, financial prosperity, and healing. It is also the time for spells about spirituality, psychic development, dreams, and divination. It is amazing. The waning moon. The waning moon means the mother goddess is in her crone stage, making it the perfect time for letting go, clearing away, cleansing, releasing, shedding old patterns, and undoing bindings. This is a time of personal reflection. The days just before the dark of the moon are best for gold doing magic for removal of anything that you don't want from your life, like bad habits, stress, negative energies, unsatisfying relationships, unfulfilling jobs, an unhealthy diet, or an anxious and negative mind. The moon's energy is getting weaker as the strength of the goddess, as is the strength of the goddess, but what comes with it is great wisdom, and you can learn from her and gain wisdom at this time. Uh, <clears throat> the dark moon, or the, um, like, yeah, the new moon, like the phase of the moon when it's like, literally, you don't see anything. Um, the dark moon is a time when the moon appears completely covered in darkness. This is the time of rest, relaxation, peace, deep wisdom, powerful banishing, and divination. This is a time to banish negative energies from our lives that we are serious about getting rid of. Any kind of magic you do at this time, you should know, will be 
very strong. Use it for banishing serious things like illnesses of the body and of the mind. This time we accept that we do not know all the answers and that everything that we need to learn will be revealed to us in time. And from that, we should feel peace. And that is all that that one describes, which I could totally understand. And that is incredible. Okay. So, when it comes to using the moon phases in your um, actual practice, it's really, really, really important that you do not, under any circumstances, use magic to harm others. Because lunar magic can be used to harm others. It's just, you know, frowned upon. Okay. A Wicca Guide to Moon Magic. Now, we're going to talk about this. This is called Wicca Living. This website here, wiccaliving.com. You guys can go check that out. Um... This is a guide to moon magic, the lunar cycle from new moon to full moon and back. This is a different version of it, but this is a more detailed version from what I found out. Okay. Oh, wow. It talks about historical stuff, too. Okay. Since the first stirrings of human civilization, the moon has played an important role in the myths and practices of cultures around the world for eons. It served as both a source of light and a way to, of measuring time. Like its counterpart, the sun, it has been linked with many gods and goddesses around the globe in both myth and magic. This celestial body has been universally associated with many central concerns of human existence, such as love, passion, fertility, mystery, death, and rebirth, and the afterlife. Go figure. Today, the moon is still a vital presence in Wicca and other forms of modern witchcraft and paganism. Traditionally, Wiccan covens meet for full moon rituals to honor the goddess of the Esbats, a practice adopted by <coughs> solitaries as well. <coughs> oh my heavens. Oof. The power of the moon. Oh. Oh. oh la la. I'm so tired right now, but I have to do this podcast. And I just need to share this with you guys. Okay. Scientists know that the Earth has its own energy, which is independent from the energy it receives from the sun. The moon also emits an energy that is subtle yet distinctive. Unlike the sun's masculine projective energy, lunar energy is feminine and receptive. This is the energy of the goddess. This power has often been described as magnetic, which means which makes sense to anyone who has literally felt pulled 
in some way by the moon. Some particularly sensitive people actually feel a physical tug in their bodies at the full or new moon, which others just notice a heightened sense of awareness to everything in their environment. Lunar energy is tailor-made for interacting with our energy of our own intuition, which is also feminine, receptive, and magnetic in nature. Hmm, that actually sounds pretty cool. Also known as our sixth sense. This is the most crucial mode of perception when it comes to magic. I'm not gonna lie. I find that very hard to believe sometimes. <laughs> okay. So, when we consciously connect with the energy of the moon, we are opening up a pathway or a channel for that energy to help manifest desired changes in our lives. And when we do this in consciousness, harmony with the energetic rhythms of the moon's cycle, we can truly amplify the power of our magic work. This is because each phase of the lunar cycle offers particular energies that can be harnessed for specific magical goals. Working with the lunar cycle, the relationship between magic and the moon can be broadly described as a cycle of waxing and waning. As the moon grows, we work magic for increase. As it wanes, we work magic for decrease. So when you're seeking to bring something into your life, your work with the waxing moon, and when you want to banish or release some unwanted element of your life, you work during the waning phase. The, tra- the transitional point between these two opposites is the full moon, a time of harvest, as we celebrate what we have manifested. over the first half of the cycle. We then essentially clean up afterwards, identifying and releasing what is no longer needed throughout the second half of the cycle. At the new moon, we set new intentions for the next round of manifestation, and on and on and on and on it goes. The rhythm of this cycle can be visualized as the rhythm of the tide. Which the moon, of course, is causing. (laughs) Here are some general suggestions of timing your magic with the phases of the moon. The new moon. This is the beginning of the lunar cycle and a good time for dreaming of what you wish to create in your life. Traditionally, magic aimed at at initiating new projects and ventures is favored at this time, but anything involving attracting or or increasing what you desire is appropriate. Waxing Moon. This phase is the ideal time for taking action in the direction of our goals. Actually, beginning on the physical plane, the projects we've intended for 
on the spiritual plane. The energy here is one of the action and projecting our intentions outward into the universe. Magical work may be related to gaining or strengthening partnerships with others, whether they be friends, romantic interests, or business associates, and improving physical health and general well-being. <sighs> Never do shrooms on a full moon. Anyway, this is the most powerful phase of the of the full moon, this is the f most powerful phase of the entire lunar cycle. Many witches find that the day of the full moon is the most magically potent day of the month. And it's true. And may say spell work related to particularly important goals for this single occasion. Any and all magical purposes are favored during a full moon ritual. <laughs> Girl, don't we know it. Okay, the waning moon. This is the time to release the energy of outward action and align with energy of inward reflection, eliminating negative energies and experiences in the predominant magical goal now. So spell work aimed at overcoming obstacles, resolving conflicts, and removing causes of illness is appropriate. Dark Moon. Hmm. I am so tired of it being called dark, the Dark Moon. In the days just before the New Moon, many witches refrain from actively working magic, choosing instead to refresh their energy for the next waxing phase. However, many... Others find the dark moon to be the best time for magic related to closure or bringing things in full circle. There is a destructive potential to the energy that now that can be harnessed for releasing any karmic patterns that crop up against and again, again and again in your life, such as those related to lack, abundant abandonment, betrayal, etc. Uh, tune into the moon for enhanced magic. Hmm, this is interesting. Okay. Not many people who are new to magic have been in the habit of paying daily attention to the rhythms of the moon's orbit around the earth. If this includes you, consider adopting a practice of connecting with the moon each day, whether through a formal ritual or just a brief silent greeting. Find out where the moon is in its cycle and acknowledge this as part of your daily practice. You can find out the full moon schedule online. This will help you attune to the subtle differences in lunar energy from phase to phase, from new to full, to dark and back to new. Again, the never-ending cycle of the moon presents many opportunities to tune into the energies of the natural world and enhance your spell work. <sighs> and that is the end of this segment. <sighs> Let's listen to some more K-pop, everyone. Deuces. Thank <laughs> you.
얼굴이 다운돼 있어 뭐가 문제야 say something 분위기가 겁나 싸해 요새는 이런 게 유행인가 왜들 그리 재미없어 아 그건 나도 마찬가지 Tell me what I got to do 급한대로 블루투스 켜 아무 노래나 일단 틀어 아무거나 신나는 걸로 아무렇게나 춤춰 아무렇지 않아 보이게 아무 생각하기 싫어 아무개로 살랜 잠시 I'm sick and tired of my everyday Keep it up 한 것도 
영화를 만드는 감독 인생 명작 소 꽉꽉 끈질기게 
Good morning, my darlings. Mr. Hamster is especially energetic today, as you can hear. You can hear him loud and clear. Mr. Chester is excited. <laughs> I'm really excited about his new things coming in today. Like, I just got this hamster and he is so cute. Oh my god, I love him. Okay. Sonia. Are you not supposed to be in the window? Come on. Come on. Go down. Come on. Down. Good boy. This hamster wheel is really noisy. out of here real quick, okay? I really don't like how he put substrate in here. Very cute. Let's mess with you here, please. There you go. Let's put him over here, okay?
So I have to be wide awake. It's okay. I'll be right back, okay? just for you, fill it with water, and spray you every time you start being bad. 
window sir
good wake up juice. Alright, let's finish making our hamster's treat. Today we're going to do some homemade hamster treats. For right now, this should be good enough for him to mix his with a little bit of water. I don't recommend putting a whole treat into the water. I would say that it would be a good idea to put the treat in crunch it up into small pieces and then put it in the water. It dissolves slowly and then it dissolves.
before June happens, because in June we're going to be moving to a bigger place, and he's going to have his own room with me. And there isn't going to be any kitty cat in the room. How do you like that? Yeah? He's so cute. His name is Chester. He's three months old. Just got him from the pet store on Friday, which means today is day four of owning a hamster. And so far, I think I'm doing pretty good as a hamster mommy because look at him, he's so cute. He's enjoying himself in his new hamster ball. Um, it's much bigger than the last one I got him. Chester is a Syrian hamster. Um, if I were to describe him for you, he's mostly white. His head has black fur with little white spot speckles, and the rest of him has little black speckles. Towards his butt, there's um, kind of like the the fur kind of looks like a smoky effect. for like a second, trying to figure out what was going on.
A little bit of an update. He is enjoying his new, much bigger ball. It doesn't have the little tiny holes in it, but it does have slits in it, so that should be a lot more comfortable for him. I was also thinking about putting some padding in there for him, and um, maybe making a homemade hamster ball that he can see better out of. Lasagna. <laughs> Lasagna's our cat. He's just being silly today. They're already getting quite used to each other. So... Chester and Lasagna are playing right now. Right now, Chester is chasing Lasagna. Get him, Chester. Get him. Get him, Chester. <laughs> he thinks he's a cat. Chester thinks he's a cat. That is so cute.
We'll be talking about familiars and servitors a little bit later. I am going to do some reading and some research and some studying and a lot of planning. So, see you later!
べたらいかんぜよ。
미래감 주지 못하게 해 남자들의 품위 여자들의 결실 유머를 자신감이 불만해 난 보라듯이 너무나도 뻔뻔히 네 몸속에 파고드는 알레지 이상한 정신에 굴러미는 천직 오늘 여기 문법지 난불를 지어 심장을 태워 널 미치게 하고 싶어 
있는 빅뱅이 더 사실은 I don't have any big dreams yeah. 난참 편하게 살아 그따위 안 꿔도 안 보물 하나 잖아 다다다 똑같같이 나처럼 생각하고 있어 까까 까먹해 까먹해 꿈맞춰너리 시작 내 학은 걱정마 머리라도 갈 거니까 알았어 엄마 지금 독서실 간다니까 지금 이거 없나지 이거 받은 거야 준비하는 벌써 설정들은 제발 좀 너희만 살아가지고 유리 멘탈 보이 스톱 자신 내가 물어봐 언제 네가 열심히 노력했냐고 야만 내 꿈은 뭐래 야만 내 꿈은 뭐래 야만 내 꿈은 뭐래 내 꿈은 좌우 
갈수록 win-win 난 아리선 칼라리에 필이 부는 조그만 캡틴 You ready? Get ready? 난 여기서만 날라리 Now 분위기가 좋아 Get up to the no Yeah, yeah. 